0: Hi there, and welcome to Peppers and Flowers, where sales and marketing doesn't make sense. Please, join us for the conversation.
1: James, you crush that every time. You do such a, an amazing job.
0: Awesome, man, thank you, you on, thank you. You should be on radio, I'm telling you. I know,
1: <laughs> I should have a podcast. You should start a podcast, yes. That's nice, man. <laughs> That's funny, man, how, how, how is everything? How was your week? It's going, hey,
0: you know, it's been a good week. It's one of those weeks where it just kind of flew by. And, you know, the old adage, uh, you know, time flies by when you're having fun. So I guess it's been a fun and eventful week. Um, no complaints really on my end. Just a lot of growth and development.
1: Uh, a lot of changes for the better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I. it's so funny you called me this morning. Like, I totally forgot it was Saturday. I didn't even know what day it was. You were like, yeah. are, you ready, are you ready to start? And I was like. It's not today. (laughs) So that that tells you my week was like I was focused on other things than like the actual day it was, which was right on, man. Right on, man. You know, actually, here here here's something fun. Uh, On Wednesday, I went to that I went to that group you mentioned, which I I figured you know every time it's a luncheon that's free, you always know you're gonna get pitched or it's some type of business group or something you pay you know it's one of those things there's little right yeah um and i like i really love going to those things because uh i think the guys who run those meetings are really underrated like they have really they do this been doing this for years and years and years and they have such good presentation skills it's kind of like um catholic priests
0: Oh, yeah, definitely get behind a podium and talk and talk. and.
1: Well, yeah, Oh, uh, for sure. But, I mean, more so, you wouldn't really expect it but, or think about it. It's kind of like who manufactures mannequins. You know, no one really thinks about that. But Catholic priests, for the most part, um, they're really good speakers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's because they just do it all the time. You know, Mm -hmm. depending on how many times they they have a service or whatever, but I'm telling you, just go just to listen, and they're really good. Mm -hmm. They're really good. I'm really impressed with it. But anyways, went to this thing. uh, Guy started talking, you know, and he, I could tell it was very, like, it was structured. It was, there's going to be a pitch. We're going to schedule follow-ups so he can call us and try to get us to sign up, whatever. But We did the whole process of what this program would be, which is we're trying to create a chapter in a certain area. Uh, We get ten to twenty members, and every month I think, or every quarter, we get together, and it's all about business solutions. And what we did at at that at that meeting was. they actually he actually called a guy out and asked if he would share like something he's actually struggling with. And he was he's a lawyer. It's a family owned business law firm, but they like they're like unique. They manage Christian based book authors. Okay. And they're mm-hmm. lawyers as well. So they do the legal and they kind of manage the clients, get them published and all that stuff. <laughs> wow. But that when I mean, you can understand that's a really niche market. So I think anyone that's like, how do you scale? Because how many Christian authors are out there? And then how many of those Christian authors actually have the income to support a management team, you know, or, or make it worthwhile for them? So it's mm-hmm. really, like, specific. And I think it'd stump any person that would be asked the question, how do I scale? Because it's such a tiny pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really hands-on. With clients yeah. and stuff. Um, and that's what he said. He said, I'm re- I am I can't figure out how to scale. And so the first process we did was um, ask questions. Mm-hmm. And I was the youngest person there, I think, by 30 years. Seriously. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nice. And everyone there was a well-established consultant or huge owner of a company. I mean, multi-million dollars a year, you mm-hmm. know, doing Bigger deal. I mean, you know, these guys were they've established their business, they've been there, right? And they were asking questions that I thought I kind of expected more. I kind of was there to think, man, I'm gonna learn a little bit, I think, from this. Even though Mm -hmm. we even though we do consulting, um, you can always learn. And so I was listening to these questions and I was like not impressed. I was like, I was thinking, man. Really? I I thought you would ask more in-depth questions, maybe trying to find the root of the problem. There were questions like, there were questions like, I'm trying to remember. Oh, one was, uh, we'll just call him John for now, this guy, the, the lawyer. They asked John like, well, how much do you make per client? And have you thought about how much you can, how much you can use to find new clients and then scale from there or have you thought about ROI? Have you thought about ways to, this is, this is seriously asked. He said, have you thought, this guy asked, have you thought about ways to scale and make more profit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how to answer that question. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess. I mean, I, yeah, I am. How do I do that? Like, right they were just these questions of typical business things. I don't know, it was just weird. I was like like, come on, that's all that's it. I was right. Now I, and then I thought everything I say now is gonna be like judged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well and then I, I mean, what, you know, it's uh yeah, go ahead. Well I was just gonna say, so he finally said I asked him, I said, Well, what's prevent like what are you doing right now? Like, Mm -hmm. what what takes up most of your time? Right? Mm Because the way he was explaining these things, I thought, well, he's answering basically, yes, I've tried this to all the questions, right? They go, well, haven't you tried that? What about this? And he he was saying, yeah, I've tried this. I've tried that. Yep, we're already doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, This guy kind of knows what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. People he needs to target. Um, and then he goes, but man, I'm overwhelmed. Like I spend like six hours a day doing emails. All our business and management, project management, is through emails. Mm-hmm. And right away, my questions get, went from: This is not a scaling solution. This is a this is a time management challenge he's having, which is preventing him from doing other things like scaling strategies. Um, or delegation, or anything like that.
0: Absolutely. And, I, and you know, it's yeah, funny, yeah. because, yeah, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, my my guess is this person has been in business for a while, he's been, you know, going at it and has a routine, his days look pretty regular every week. And Well, it's you know, family he, owned,
1: it's family owned, and it's his dad's business.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, well, then, you know, that's, yeah, that speaks to to what what I'm looking at because I mean, you know, something that was handed down, something that was done a certain way, tried and true. Um, I think I think you know sometimes uh, you know here here we are talking about sales and marketing that doesn't make sense. What everyone in the room was asking, those are all questions that make sense. You know, what what's the ROI? Have you thought about reinvesting? You know, on your um uh, 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 your dollars to get new clients and you know they're talking about the typical questions you would just ask any business so it's almost like a cookie cutter um you know dialogue going on there and the thought that comes to my mind though um you know when i when i hear uh, uh what, what happened at that conference is is more um more along the lines of not, not reinventing the wheel necessarily, but redesigning the wheel, you know? Um, because like when we get into our routine of things, uh, we we might even call it a rut. It's just like, you know, something's not changing, you know, I'm, 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 I'm busy. I know I'm busy. I'm working, you know, uh, a minimum of eight hours, sometimes 10, 12 or plus, uh, hours a day. I'm busy. I'm doing stuff but then, you know, why, why isn't the growth happening? And, um, and, you know, what I find is that we have to somehow redesign the wheel, you know, like, you know, um, don't do it the same way. Don't do things, um, you know, as, as status quo says in our business, you know, like don't do it the same way we did it for the last 10, 20 years, change things up a little bit. And, um, and I think what you'll find is that there's a freshness that comes in, um, to to the business, and all of a sudden, that scalability happens naturally, you know, because there's more excitement, there's enthusiasm, there's innovation. Um, Scalability happens by leaps and bounds. You know, I've found that true uh, with fellowship sales, you know, what I do as as a sales organization leader, and, you know, um, I was uh, just making dials, making phone calls, getting new customers, and just doing my prospecting on a regular basis, um, but then you start to mix things up a little bit and uh you find that um, hey, you know, even though what I was doing grew my business and it was it was um it was on the up and up, you know, when I change things up just a little bit, um there's a big turn and innovation starts to happen. So um, you know, it's it's an attitude of things, it's a it's a it's a sense of um, you know, I, I don't wanna do things according to just standard ways of growing a business because then you'll just get standard results, you know, and oh, and um,
1: standard and standard challenges, right? Standard challenges. Um, well, it, that goes along the lines of um, changing the perception of things, and that that that's that stands true with uh, your client or, cons, or customer perception of your business or products, um, or that stands true of the perception of your challenges. Right. So the guy really thought he had a scaling problem, which it's kind of vague, right? I mean, what does that mean? I guess, I guess that means in, in general terms and probably most commonly it's sales, maybe client retention, uh, client acquisition, but it has to do with increasing revenue more than what I have now. Mm-hmm. 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 And to do that, the general consensus is, well, I don't have enough time. I need to put more time in. I need more clients. Right. Right. And I'm just making this kind of general, but he thought, he thought he had a scaling problem I don't think he has a scaling problem. I really think he had the perception of that. In reality, it, it's something as simple like, well, ha- have you thought about, maybe he did. I don't know. He didn't really, we didn't have time to have a conversation necessarily, but It was more of a question, of did you think about, you'd be able to figure this out better if you had the six, seven hours of time to figure it out with your team instead of answering emails, right?
0: Right, right, yep, yep, definitely.
1: Um, People people like to be familiar, I'm gonna say, I can't say this word correctly. People like to be um, surprised. They like to have familiar surprises. That's what I like to say.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like you know peppers and flowers. I I, don't know, I keep talking about our podcast name, but you know <laughs> you know spice it up a little bit. You know, add a little bit of pepper. Add a bit. You know, like what you know when you bring flowers to your to your to your wife or your your girlfriend. It's like hey, here's a little bit of spice to our day. It's not the common you know good morning, good afternoon, good night. You know, here's a flower to spice things up a little bit. You know, it's not, it's not the typical, you know, um, beef stew. It got a little bit of cayenne pepper in there, put a little bit of uh, habanero, you know, spice it up a little bit. And all of a sudden you're like, yeah, you know, like my business, it's a little stale. I don't know. I'm not sure there's the flavor isn't there right now. I don't know what it is. Give your
1: business some flowers. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) man. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, I think, I think. I think business owners, and I try to do this. I try to do this, and I'll admit it's not easy. It's not easy, but I think the thing to do is understand that there is no rule book, right? There, I would say there are ethics, okay, and there's a standard of whatever. There's a standard of business to a certain point, right? You know, there's uh-huh. certain things like. Don't screw people over, right? Like that's that's, an un, that's like an unwritten rule that kind of like there's certain things you need to follow, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like there's a certain foundation of ethics you have to follow. That's my point.
0: Right, right. That's totally true.
1: But I highly recommend that in order to get edge or in order to make your business unique, like everyone's trying to do, is don't do what everyone else is trying to do. And be weirder, be okay with going against that invisible rule book of business. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that that's where innovation will come from. And yeah. people I don't know if I talked about this before, but people like people like patterns. Okay? So here's here I love I love this little thing I have. Mhm. I'm at a loss of words this morning this morning. Like I can't can't think of words. (laughs) So (laughs) I'll need help. If I if I like pause for a second, just like place a word in there. Okay. So (laughs) here's what I love. Um so people. I lost my train of thought. They you're talking about patterns.
0: Yes. Yeah, patterns.
1: Right. Okay. So people like patterns, right? They find comfort in it. Okay, which means it could be something as simple as nine to five jobs. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with finding right. five jobs. But that's probably yeah. the most common pattern that people can relate to. Monday, Monday through Friday, then they have the weekends. Okay, nine to five. They get out right. at a certain time, they do all their routine, they drive, they have lunch, they finish work, they drive home. That's a pattern. People yeah. get used to that pattern. Now, when you challenge the pattern, like, hey, why don't you go start your own business? Um, That makes them uncomfortable. So they don't like it because it's not part of the pattern. Yeah. Now, another friction to the pattern might be other people's actions, right? Mm -hmm. You can be judgmental as people. It's just the way we are. It's not really a problem. It's just the way Mm -hmm. humans are. Mm -hmm. So, James, you might – I'm going to be the 95 guy, and you're going to be a business owner that's just starting. And Uh you're going to go, man, I just quit my job. Um, I'm going to, I just, I have a startup. I'm going to just build it from scratch. And it's going to be the next like application on your phone for whatever it is. Uh And that makes me uncomfortable because I, I, as a human, I like patterns. It makes me comfortable. So I'll say, dude, I'll say, James, no, no, no. Are you sure? I don't know. I I don't know if that's going to work. You know, because I also have a little jealousy in there too. (laughs) I don't know if that's going to work James how are you going to support yourself how are you going to pay your bills and your family and that you know I don't know if you should do that I don't know you're getting paid really well at this job you have benefits and right all that stuff you have a mortgage James you have a mortgage right okay and you might get that a lot from families and friends and stuff okay because they're questioning you're going against the pattern Yeah, and whatever pattern that is okay now when you finally get successful and you're doing all the fun stuff and you're growing your business and you're known and you know, that's it building. You've now yeah. set another pattern where people will then go, good job, James. You did it, man. Uh-huh. You're, you're amazing. James. That's awesome. They look up to you. And so uh-huh. the pattern created is, you know, you're going in the right direction. When people start questioning your pattern, uh-huh. like. I mean, think about about like Steve Jobs or anyone really, when they all Uh get started, no one thinks they're gonna become millionaires and these huge figures. And then they do. Uh It's always like criticism, doubt, and then success. And then everyone looks up to them. Like that's a pattern. Right, right. That's predictable. The success, maybe not so much. It just depends on the person, but but Uh I thought that, I think it's kind of interesting in that
0: regard. Yeah. Yeah, that is. I mean uh I, I don't know. I mean uh, it's it's kind of like uh we look at these giants who who make it and whether they're, you know, uh because of their monetary gain or just because of their 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 understanding of technologies and they do they do things that you know, your average person's not doing um or maybe just uh people who affect more you know, a sheer number of people you know uh as opposed to you know maybe maybe someone like like uh you know who's who's not doing those things but um what I what I would say is that um you know what you're what you're uh, alluding to is is relevant for all people because um you know yeah i mean it's great to have the 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 billionaires the steve jobs uh, the the technology gurus or the innovators that, you know, um, the Thomas Edison's of the world and things like that. (laughs) But I mean, you know, uh, is that, is that really, does it really make sense for all of us to aspire to be someone like that? Um, No, I I mean, yes. Yeah. No, or, or yet I would say yes and no. Like, yeah, I mean, be the best you be the best version of you that you can be.
1: Oh, for sure. But,
0: you know, let's not, let's not try to model our lives after, you know, these, these um, icons or figures. And, um, and, and here's the thing, it doesn't mean that we're any less than either, just because, you know, I'm running a, a, a mom and pop, you know, um, Italian deli, or, you know, uh, some type of a, a liquor store or something like that, you know, holding down the fort in a, a corner of a block in a city, <clears throat> you, know, you know, catering to my local community, you know just cuz i'm doing that doesn't make me any less than someone who's running a fortune 500 company affecting the globe you know um, it's just different you know um, you never know who your customers are or what kind of conversations you have there's a thing called the butterfly effect you know i don't know if you ever oh heard yeah it. i know
1: you're talking about,
0: yeah yeah you know it's like the the that effect was a movie of a too. butterfly you know uh,
1: what was that that was a movie too with uh, oh really okay. Ashton Kutcher was yeah yeah
0: yeah, you know, so the idea that a butterfly, when they flap their wings and kind of do their thing, it's like it affects like the furthest star in the galaxy or the um, uh, in the universe, I guess. You know, it affects it affects in a way that it alters um, the the uh, the star that's you know billions of miles away. Or like and it creates so- a
1: it creates a hurricane in East Asia or something.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just the the influence of uh, such a small phenomenon you know, I see that as true for human beings too. Like, you know, when, when two uh, say a couple has a conversation, you know, in the, in the quietness of their own dining room, just after a nice dinner, they're just talking, the, the kids are playing, their couples talking in their dining room and just, you know, that small conversation, the words that are exchanged, the, the laughter, the smiles and the thoughts and all that effect. Yeah. There's, there's a lot going on in that room. You know, it's not just a, you know, oh, just another day. No, no, the the things we say, the things we do, it, it I believe it makes impact, you know, in bigger ways. And so it could be just, we're holding down a Ford in a mom and pop shop, you know, mm-hmm. in a small town somewhere. And, um, you know, we're changing lives, you know, every day uh, that affect, you know, families and cities and things like that. So, I don't know. I don't. I'm, you know. I guess my my main point that I'm trying to make here is that, you know, all of us have that capacity to to apply what you're saying, and do things a little differently to to affect our own lives, and uh, and our our lives could, t- could make a, a huge impact in this world. You know. Yeah, so, I, I think uh,
1: I think everyone has that potential in them, but I think I think what the question I think the question to go off is. What prevents people from doing this? And I think a big one is it goes against patterns. Like there are clients I talk to and they don't want to do anything more. And I understand this. I know why, but I'm, I'm just, you know, but they don't want to do anything more than what their competitors are doing. You know, what, when I want my website to be like this or I want it to be like that because my competitors are like this yeah and they're like that and i understand that but you're not you're not going to be able to break through that wall of innovation and being yourself and and translating to build your own business and have its own flavor and personality and all this stuff if you compare yourself to the process of other people that worked for them like everyone has different personalities and traits And the process might work better for certain people of those same personalities and traits versus like your own process that you figure out. But I think regardless, I think there's a lack of, I think there's a lack of understanding that I think business is a mold or like a melting pot of art, a lot of art, creativity, and less about the finances. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. Less about numbers or less about big job titles. You know, then yeah. You have to think about it. It's in a certain sense you're always trying to come up with the next thing to increase sales or this. It's a really a creative process. Uh huh. And that's my favorite part about business is always like trying to figure out how I can move forward or get an edge or I mean, there's so many different things. But I, 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 I think changing the mindset of treating it more like an art, like sales and – well, for sure, I mean, you can touch more on sales more than I can. But for sure about marketing, uh, I think it's more of an art form than it is a skill. uh uh-huh, hmm uh-huh. 100%. percent uh-huh. How so? Well, perfect example is the reason why it's an art form is because you can't measure marketing. And that's one of the reasons why I love marketing because I don't have to create spreadsheets and I'm not much of a numbers person. So I'm more visual and artistic, creative, problem solving. I love that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can't measure marketing and what does that mean that means people go no that's not true you can measure marketing like you can measure clicks you can measure views and uh, sales and all that stuff Yeah, you can to a certain extent but that's not measuring marketing that's just measuring a person's action measuring marketing really has to do with you would have to be able to track the effect that what you're putting out or the message you're conveying affects people Right. You could, the only thing you can measure is like if you show, James, if I show you something and then you purchase, I could say, okay, cool. Um, that message I gave to you created a purchase that's measurable. Well, not really, because I can't put how it affected you on paper unless I spend the time and write it all out or interview you. Like Coca Cola and all these huge companies they put millions and millions and millions of dollars out a year because it's necessary, but they can't measure a commercial. The only thing they know is how many people potentially watched it. And then they go, did our numbers go up? Yep. All right, cool. (laughs) I mean, seriously, (laughs) yeah, it, it really is. I mean, think about it. The best commercials are the ones that relate the most to you, or are funny, or are the weirdest. Like Poo Pourri did an amazing job when they first came out. They did that unicorn thing, and the reason why they got so popular, I think, was because they were able to be extra weird. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um... But they I, I they guess, were just uh, able to see views, you know, or or right. translate stuff. but they don't know how it affected people, really. So you can't really measure it. Yeah, and that's why I mean, it's more of an art form because yeah, you're trying to create these pieces to try to speak to people. It's like mm-hmm. if you're in like I'm I'm I live near Laguna Beach, so we have like a big. Um, maybe like a big starving artist population. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just in general, big, big artist population. And they create art, right? And they don't know the effect it has on people until they ask, what do you think of this? And they go, wow, you know, it's gonna be different for every single person.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, um, if you think about it, really, everybody every day is painting on the canvas of life, you know, it's like, um, you know i i grew up um in southern california uh along the beach cities uh, long beach and areas like that and so i grew up um i grew up surfing and skating you know i was uh uh oh, heavy yeah. yeah that was just you know part of what i did i was i was really big into surfing and skateboarding and <clears throat> um you know surfed uh you know the, the areas like of beach um you know uh newport trestles trails san Clemente and also up north of a bit to seal beach and bolsa chica just along the coast here and um it was you know for me it was just a way of life you know it's just a way of uh, bringing myself happiness and relaxation you know um you know dawn patrol get up early before the sun comes up and go out there and and surf a little bit and just enjoy the quietness of yeah of, of the ocean you know and so like uh that was my lifestyle growing up and um it was a lot of fun but as I got older, I still saw myself as a surfer, but not, maybe not surfing in the ocean as much as I used to, you know? And the, what I mean by that is I kind of I took on surfing as a way of life, you know, where, you know, I'm going through life and, you know, there's, there's all these kind of um, hills and valleys, some rough
1: edges, you know, stuff. You really sound like champ- a surfer now.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's just, uh, that's how I take it. It's, you know, I think everyone has a mode of operation, you know, maybe for somebody else it's more of a, uh, you know, uh, who knows, uh, an engineer or a scientist or, you know, more of a, uh, a first responder, you know, someone who just has a certain mentality. I had one of my best friends growing up in elementary school. His dad was a fire chief, you know, and his whole thing was, I'm, I'm going to, you know, fire Academy and becoming a fireman and, You know, he just had this way of looking at life, you know, and helping people. And um, whatever that motive, I call it a motive operation. Some people call it something else, but whatever our motive operation is, you know, those things move us and motivate us and drive us. And like, um, you know, it's kind of like every day you get up and how am I going to paint on the canvas of life today?
1: Is that a a motive uh, operation?
0: Well, I I think that's just more of an idea my mode of operation is more of like a surfer, you know, the way I'm going to paint on this canvas of life today is by having the surfer mentality of, you know, I'm going to enjoy this, this ride today because you know, you get, you get up and you know, so here's how, here's how it is. I get up. Oh, I got to, I have a big business meeting today or I got this big presentation today. Well, am I going to stress about it? Am I going to pull my hair out? Am I going to like lose, uh, you know, sleep over it? No, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on that wave and I'm going to ride it. You know, I'm going to have fun with it. I'm not going to stress <laughs> out. This is my life, you know, <laughs> and we're going to enjoy it. I might hit a big swell. I might fall off a little bit, but I'll get back up and we'll go again. You know, it's like, no, I'm It's not like gonna being reasonably
1: it, reckless. You know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so, I like that a lot. I like yeah, that a lot. I, thank you. I, what took a long time for me to learn is uh, the mentality, I think. You know the skills the skills come with just jumping into you know, you just go, "I'm an action taker, right? I'm going to jump into this and I'm just going to do it and figure it out. I think that's the best thing you can do, and I think the knowledge just comes with that, you know, but i'm've I'm, I've, I've learned from doing that mindset is really a really is a big part of what you're doing. It, it really is um it trying to you know it ultimately everything that you've done and created and moved forward has come from you or your team or uh, who you're working with or your partner right or whatever Mm -hmm. or or feedback you get from your customers so everything you've progressed in has come from like all those areas or trial or you know trial and error wherever it is um and you could potentially one day go, This is too stressful. I don't want to do this. And then you just stop. So it really is like mindset that can control. I mean, this is kind of obvious, but I think it's worth saying like your mindset really is the driving factor of what you will do or how your business will develop and it can be as extreme as one decision actually i don't think that's extreme at all one decision turned your company from startup in your garage to i don't know whatever it is a large multi-million dollar company by yourself, and that could be one decision. And I think when you have, when you're always feeling uncomfortable, you know you're going in the right direction. Yeah. And if you get hated, dude, I just love, I just love all these guys. I always like quote these people, but Grant Cardone, mm-hmm. Uncle G, he. And I firmly believe this I, I live by this, because if you feel if you feel uncomfortable, you're going in the right direction. because scaling and growing is not like a good feeling, really. It's kind of scary. It's exciting mm-hmm. but you know that's why people say, "No, I don't want more clients because they're like happy where they're at. And to get more clients or get more sales and increase production and do all this and get new staff and whatever it might be, that's more expenses. That's more things that make people uncomfortable, but you're going in the right direction if you want to do that. Yep. Yeah. It's really, yeah, less. It's really like, yeah. people are probably listening and going like, well, duh, Daniel, I already know this, but I really, <laughs> I really think, I really think, uh, a good asset to have maybe before you start a business is try to get in the right mindset or have, have someone to help you understand, like, look, don't worry about the skills. They're going to come. Just worry about making sure you're in the right mindset and ready to like absolutely grind, absolutely. And ready to do. Cause if you just grind long enough, it'll mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Whether it's super successful or not, or if it's, mm-hmm. Tough Market again, to I mean whatever it is, if you just grind long enough, it'll turn out to work out. You just have to stick with it, and I think the weirder you are, the better, and don't try to do what everyone else is doing because everyone else is probably just mediocre
0: yeah, you know you- can, you're you are only the you're the best version of you, you know, in other words, you can't do anybody else, and nobody else can do you. Just be yourself and do yourself like the way that you can, and you will get the results that you're hoping for and looking for. I think once we start taking our eyes off of ourselves and onto other people, that's when we start to you know fall a little bit and kind of get caught up in the in the in the rough and and then that's where it kind of kind of gets dangerous for ourselves and we lose focus, right but I mean, if we just focus on on ourselves and what we have to do every day, um we'll achieve those goals we're looking for and it's daily it's not it's not this big, long, oh my gosh, twenty twenty what am I going to do this year to reach my goals? It's no, what am I doing right now? What am I doing today? What am I doing for lunch? you know it's like um you know day by day and and kind of and, and, and then week by
1: week, yeah, yeah, uh oh man, here's another thing too. there are certain situations where uh <laughs> Everything's invisible is it is it insane like the things that control us the most are like invisible or mm-hmm. not even actual law or anything like you're not governed by any of it it's just it's just the pathway that modern society puts you through as you live your life um, you know and that alone I think is life's just brutal you know like it's like the beauty of life is it just is so possibilities is endless anything can happen like it just it it just exists i know this is super deep but it's just it just it just is and then Mm -hmm. you're going to unconsciously know or unconsciously move in a certain direction based on how you're raised or what the expectations are what other people feels best for you because um, it was best for them at the, at their time mm-hmm. so when you get older and i'm not saying like i'm older i'm like only 30 right mm-hmm. but when you look right. back at any point in your life when you've uh, at some point where you can feel pretty confident in thinking for yourself you can look back and go wow i a lot of the stuff i did was not really my decision a lot of it was because well obviously you're young you have parents that decide things for you but then you go like well then I went to college and then I went to I got a job and now I'm just here and mm-hmm. and the beauty of it all is all of that's kind of just made up you know there there's no there's no guidelines that is forcing you to you know listen to people on instagram that are driving ferraris and stuff saying get my course and learn how to do this you like, man you know i gotta do that i gotta get a house i gotta have a mortgage i gotta buy a car i gotta have kids you know it's it's basically just the cohort you're thinking these things because everyone else is doing it around you and so wherever you're at you're gonna to want to do what everyone else is doing, and that can be a bad that can that can harm you from preventing you from doing what you would really want to do, which might be an artist in Laguna Beach. Who knows? Um, or you can use it to work for you, and I'll give I'll give a quick example. Here's how you can make this work for you. People like doing what other people are doing, the majority of people are doing, right? Because they know like, well, this is a well-established pattern. I know this is gonna work because it works for many other people, which is why a lot of people go to college. Like, man, I should create a college, I'm serious. I wish I could just own the college system because it's the best <laughs> business model. The parent, from a young age, the parents tell the kids to go to college. At the First thing after high school, every kid, well, I would say majority, most of the kids, Want to go to college, right? Think about mm-hmm. it. They'll say, "Hey, mom, dad, I want to get a car." They go, "No, no, 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 no." And a car is what? Let's just say thirty thousand dollars, and let's just say you can go to a state school for thirty thousand dollars for two years, right? Something mm. like that. Uh, maybe even four. They're, it's not too expensive. They're going to go, "No, no, no." You need to go to college, so they don't even question to spend thirty thousand for a college. They don't even question it. It's just, it just you are going. We've already saved for like fifty years for this. Mm-hmm. But for a car, you go, no, 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 I want to get a car because I want to be independent and uh, I, I'm going to start a job or whatever my whatever the reason is, which is still thirty thousand dollars, which can be a tool for you to succeed in life, to get around and whatever. They, they, they go, no, 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 you need to go to college. That's so much certainty. You see what I mean? It's, it's. Mm-hmm insane how ingrained that is and it's a comfortable pattern because it worked for them now i'm not trying to just bash school i'm just giving an idea of like people follow patterns so you can use this yeah
0: yeah like if you're yeah.
1: marketing something or doing sales and maybe you can touch a little bit more on this actually mm-hmm. let's talk more about sales for a second um i think i mentioned this before yeah. but in your sales you can use that so, by saying things like most people, you know, most of my clients prefer this. Most people prefer that. Little things like that, knowing, like, people want to do what other people are doing.
0: Mm-hmm. So if you mm-hmm.
1: Just hone in on the deeper meaning of why people do things. Mm-hmm. You'll have a You'll have an advantage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it, that, that's exactly why. Uh, business uh,
0: professionals really have to be in touch with um, their their surroundings you know whether it's um, you know business um, at large or um, you know the latest trends um, culture of course uh, communities people businesses cities just kind of a general uh, awareness of what's going on in the world around them because what you're really talking about that I think uh, the word comes to mind is being relevant, relevancy. And, um, you know, um, if, if someone is a lot more relevant to uh, their audience, their audience will pick up on those nuances and be like, man, this person really kind of gets me. And and probably because they get the bigger picture of things, you know, when I call into an organization and I'm talking to the receptionist or to a decision-maker I'm talking to that person for sure as a as a human being, but I'm also talking to them as part of their larger corporation. Oh, hello, Mr. and Mrs. So and So with IBM Corporation. So I'm I'm aware of IBM, what IBM stands for, what you know, maybe what's yeah, going well, on. well, you know, they
1: like hearing that too. Yeah, <laughs> I, would. I would. Like, hello, Daniel of. Chevron, like, yes, that's correct. Yeah,
0: oh, totally. This guy just, I mean, you know, yesterday, yeah, you know, we're doing LinkedIn automation for my business, right? You set that up for me, Daniel, and it's working out really well. And this guy responds, you know, yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not a business owner, but I'm just, he's, what do you say? He goes, he goes, I'm an employee of GM, you know, kind of like that's like boom in your face, you know, GM,
1: you know, yeah, I'm
0: like, yeah, go for it, man, he's like, with I'm it, a mid
1: level manager. I work for GM, and I went to Harvard. You know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <I still laughs> like that for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and that's great. You know, stand behind you know the titles, stand behind your accolades and, and and accomplishments, and that's great. You know, but so, but what I guess the the bigger picture is, you know, as we're more aware of uh, what other people are all about and what what communities are, uh, business and communities are all about we'll be a lot more relevant and we'll make a bigger impact that way. Um, um, So, yeah, I mean, all that to say, you know, um, we have to be true not only to the environment, though, because then if we're we're too much into the relevancy thing, we're too much into what's everyone else doing, we, we fail to meet our own desires, our own expectations of ourselves. And it's like we need to get back in touch with ourselves at the same time and go, great, the rest of the world is like this. What's going on inside of me? you know, do I want to go to college? Do I want to, you know, get a, an eight to five job? Do I want to work in this industry or that industry? Um, one last thing for me, and I'll kind of stop is like, you know, when I went to college, I got a four year degree. And um, right at my senior year, um, I changed courses, I was pre med, you know, I entered uh, thinking, you know, I was gonna become a, a doctor. And, uh, and I was James. like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, doctor, I know walking like, you know, uh, well you know my brother my brother became a doctor you know my older brother john and he's an yeah. ER physician and all that but like you know when i was when i was an undergrad i was i was a science major in biology you know doing all the stuff like i yeah. volunteered for a cardiologist and i'm like okay i'm going to become a doctor but then i realized you know what i'm doing this not for myself but it was for my mom and dad for my parents you know i wanted to please them and, and, and become a doctor to make them happy. And then I'm like, wait, what about what about me? What's going on inside of me, you know? And I realized I it was like right before I graduated. So I already got my, you know, four years of schooling done. I'm like, well, you know, I have to make a decision for myself now. And I was like, well, I think I want to go into business, you know? And uh, but anyways, those it was, it was kind of at the, the the final hour of it all. And then I realized that for myself and I'm like, well, I changed courses and um you know uh it was in the end it turned out to be a lot better
1: for myself you know yeah the the point you just were able to just do what you felt like you needed to do in your life and i think that's that's the ultimate goal i think that's the ultimate goal is, is and that's a hard thing too i mean that's that's not easy for especially like an 18 year old to figure out i mean you know it takes time i don't i still don't really know fully i can say that i have some passions of mine which is like marketing and helping business owners and being a musician and right i can say that but but like my wife she has found her thing and you feel that with her like her thing is she's a dance coach it's all that mm-hmm. that's like that's like she would Work full time as a dance coach, dance coach for the rest of her life, and she would be fulfilled. Like she has found what she does as her life fulfillment thing, right? Well, and she's a mom too. She loves that as well. But you get what I'm saying. Like she You're knew right. about this. She was so secure in that, um before I ever was about anything. <laughs> you know. So some people are richer in the mindset of hey, nothing has to do with monetary. It really, like they're doing what they want to do and they have the courage to do it. Okay. I got to tell you this story real quick. Mm. Um, I was in Trader Joe's the other day. I wouldn't say I went to pick up some wine, wine or something like that. And Trader Joe's is pretty awesome because I found like a $2 bottle of wine, which by the way, it sounds like a headache and just the worst thing you could do, but it was actually really good. I think, (laughs) I think Trader Joe's like purchases wine in bulk and they repackage it. So like, even if it's cheap, it still should be pretty decent because they like buy out wineries or buy out like stocks and um, inventory and stuff. I heard about that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. Don't quote me on it, but I was in the aisle and you know how you have those weird experiences sometimes with like you walk by a person and they just seem way too friendly. And you're like, Whoa, do I know you? Yeah. Yeah. This guy walked by and he had like a, a year old son. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, Hey, I was like, and I'm pretty energetic. So I was, I just fed off it. I was like, Hey, man, how's, yeah, how's it going? He's like, Yeah, good, good. He was just started a conversation, chatting. We, I think we chatted for like 15 minutes in the wine <laughs> aisle. Yeah. Right. And people walking by are probably thinking, like I'm getting hit on or something. I don't know. But <laughs> it was really interesting because. I mean, just think about, I was in the wine aisle. This guy starts talking to me and he's telling me things like, man, your, your attitude is really like um, contagious. Like I love your attitude about things. And the first thing he did was what do you do? I go, Oh, okay. Uh, Well, you know, marketing and agency and consulting and business owners, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's awesome! Really? So you work from home? Like he's digging for information, which is fine. I mean, it's just conversation, right? I'm not trying to like bash the guy, but right, he's digging a little bit, and I'm thinking in my head, oh, okay, probably he is trying to do the same thing because he's really interested in it. Mm-hmm. You know, normally people ask those questions just to ask them; doesn't really mean they're interested. Right. And he goes, well, I'm kind of getting into something like that too, but it's a little different. I have my mentors that help me learn how to retire early. You know. I don't, I hear, I hear like, I've been hearing a lot of people telling me this stuff. Like there's this couple, they retired. They're going to show me how to become financially free and all this. Cause I want to live the life that I want to live. And he mm-hmm. kept asking me like, well, what, like, are you working to build a life that you want to live? And everything had to do with screw now. I want better. I want money I want a house he didn't say this literally but this is like what he's alluding to is a is a life where you have a private jet and you're going on vacation all the time and it looks like you never work right that's what everyone wants mm-hmm. and I kind of stopped him and I was I said okay look first of all I'm already happy like I am already living the life I want to live regardless mm-hmm. if I want to leave my nine to five to start a business or if I want to leave my business to go work for nine to five, whatever you decide to do in your life. I told him, well, I really thought this more so, but you should be aware and be careful and be happy and satisfied where you're at in your life right now. And Uh everything else you achieve is going to be a bonus. Because if you reverse it, you're going to live your life chasing the next thing. And you might be a millionaire or you might hit that point where you feel like I'm successful now. People respect me, whatever it is. Right. Even if you do that, people still won't respect you. Like you still have haters, but it's never going to be enough. Right. It's never going to be. Oh, I need more. I need this. I'm not satisfied. I don't, I don't have the life I want. Where if you reverse it and say, no, 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 I'm happy. I have, I'm living the life I have. Whether you have money or you don't or whatever situation you have. And then go from there. And then you'll be a lot happier with everything. You see? Yep. Just ha- enjoy what you have. Yeah, absolutely. And then every little win you get in the future, that's just a bonus. That's just cool. I don't need it. I'm I, I want to achieve it, but I don't need it to determine my happiness because I already have it. I'm already satisfied with my life. Totally. I think that's a good foundation that I think a lot of. You know, it's it's about the quick satisfaction satisfaction. Satisfi- oh my god i can't even say it satisfaction satisfaction the quick getting satisfied really fast i want to make a ton of money i want to do this no one's in it for the long term no one's okay with actually building a business which is why service products are so popular webinars you know trainings they're so popular because they think it's a shortcut And they don't realize, well, the guy spent 20 years doing this, you know, five, he did the, the grind to make this happen for you. And so you're kind of chasing that happiness thing. Like, Oh, if I just can get 4,000, $4 million a month, I'll be happy. Things will be great. Mm -hmm. And it's not really the case. It's really just, you gotta be happy with yourself first. You gotta be happy where you're at and appreciate everything. And then, You'll be more satisfied growing with your business, or growing with your positions, and growing going up the ladder and getting better jobs and stuff. Absolutely, and and I like
0: the fact that the guy in the market said it's you know your attitude's contagious because you that's what I find for for uh, myself as well is that you know when I'm in my you know zone of uh, being and just living my life and you know um, being myself. You know that that happiness or even joy is something that you know people take notice of, and they're just like, "Wow!" You know, they they want to be around you. You you know, they want to play like your kids want to play with you. You know, they just want to be in your presence. Yeah, because um, it's, it's just it's 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 um it it exudes and it's very contagious, you know, and um and it's not because we're really, I mean, you know we have our moments too, right? I mean, even as, as people that, that could be, you know, attractive and contagious, we have our moments where, you know, we could be a little down or a little sad or whatever. Um, but, you know, even in that too, I would say even in darkness, even in, in that sorrow and that sadness, that if, as, long as, you're, as long as you're owning where you're at, you know, what your emotional life is, where you're at in life, that as long as you own up to it and be, yeah, I am sad right now, but this is why, you know, you could still be coming from a place of power and a place of influence, you know, and it could still be a a light, even in that darkness, which I think is very interesting, but um, I think it's very true. And, you know, will you always stay in that darkness or in that, in that state of man, I'm just like out there. No, you'll come back and you'll be like, you know, doing your thing again and, and helping people and being that, you know, positive, upbeat person again. But, you know, we all go through our cycles and uh, you know, it's, you know, no one's better than the next person. So um, yeah, that guy at the, at the market, he, he took to you and he was attracted to, you know, something that he saw and, and was you know, obviously impressed by it. Um, you know, wanting to share personal information and trying to connect with you and so, you know, you were in that place of influence. And, um, and I think, you know, the more, the more we could be ourselves and the more we could own up to what, what I say ha- are, are God-given gifts and qualities within us, then we could be that influence to people around us. And, um, and they'll take notice of it, you know. Our family members will love us more, our, our, our customers, our employees, our business partners. I mean, everyone would just be like, man, you know, Daniel. Uh, or James, or anybody you know like whatever your name is out there, you know you you own up to who you are and what you want out of life and 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 the person yeah. you want to become you know and and i I respect that and i and i and i and i I want to recognize that and just you know I, I think and and we 'll feel a lot better about that too with ourselves because there 's congruency now it 's like we 're congruent with who we are and 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 what we want to become too, you know so yeah um I, I like your attitude man i think I think you're really you know at at with, with what you're saying you know that you're happy right now you don't need whatever that future plan is, whether it's money time or uh or relationships to make you happier No, you're already happy those are just things that are that are, that are in addition to what you already have you know and um that's 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 awesome man.
1: Yeah, and it's not settling. It's just you have to be satisfied with where you're, what you have in your life, where you're at, especially with yourself. And then you just grow together with that, and you already are there. And the more you practice and force yourself to think that way, the right mindset, you'll it'll get easier and easier. So, last thing I gotta mention before we go is, I think the best thing is, man, I think really I really believe this I think the best thing is just it's okay to like stop and just think like it's okay to just you know what I don't have to like go in and answer all these emails today I don't necessarily have to right I I can spend a couple hours and just like give it a thought about everything Absolutely. It's okay to just, like, spend some time to yourself, think about things. I think that's really powerful, and it can really give you some breathing time that you might need. You know, everyone's in such a hurry and a rush and trying to get things done, and kids and family and business and emails. And and if you just just stop for a second and just think, like, Ask yourself the question, like, am I going in the right direction? Am I doing too much? Am I, I'm not against doing too much either, you know, but, you know, I think it's okay to just stop and just think a little bit, whatever it is you need to think about. I mean, you'll know, but it's okay to just, like, chill for a second. Think about it. Talk to yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. See where you can improve. Mm -hmm. and just there you go that's my that's my advice today
0: (laughs) that's that's a million dollars right there man i mean you know yeah i agree just you know be yourself and then take care of yourself you know it's like we're so busy taking care of other people you know and we're still busy trying to please other people what about pleasing ourselves what about making ourselves happy you know what do i want for lunch today where where do i want to go for my little break here my my 15 minutes off you know, from, from, from the day to day. And where do I want to go uh, for, for dinner or for, for the movies or, you know, what, how do I want to spend my weekend or, you know, like, yeah. own up to, like own up to what we want, you know, and it's not, it's not, I'm not talking about being this, you know, uh, self-serving, ar- arrogant, self selfish kind of person, but no, like, you know, just doing the things that um, c- kind of going back to our, our roots, like what makes me happy, you know, um, we get so busy and caught up in in different things, but what, what do I really like? Do do we forget, you know? Oh yeah. You know what? I really like, um, maybe just like simple things. Like I like, I like taking a drive in my car with the sunroof down so that, you know, I feel the sun on my, on my face and, you know, just taking a 15 minute drive and get that vitamin D going on too. And, and just just (laughs) enjoying that ride, you know Mm -hmm. I mean? What, what is it that we, you know, little things like that. I like, I like talking to my kids and making them laugh, you know. I mean, you know, what is it that you like? You know, that's, that's my question.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think mindset, understanding that your solutions in business don't have to be complicated ones or expensive ones at that. And most of the time, the, the solutions are probably a lot more simple than you think. And then it's cool to just like, I'm not saying you have to go on vacation, right? You know, but but it's not like you have to go to Cabo to think, you know, but it's okay to just like, take a breath and be like, whoa, Daniel. Okay. (laughs) Just chill for a second. What am I doing? What's going on? That's right, man.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. I just, uh, I feel like I gave, all my knowledge, my my knowledge tank is empty. <laughs> <laughs> my knowledge tank is empty. I need to refill.
0: All right, man. Time, just keep time. going.
1: Yeah. You know what I think we should do, James? I think we should yeah. commit to next episode. Um, I know we kind of just like go off on topics for every week that goes by, but I think next episode we should challenge ourselves. Let's commit to a topic. Um, I do have people that potentially want to come on. Okay. I have some fun guests, but what I wanted to talk to you real quick about is, let's do a practical training next episode. The topic will be a secret until then. You'll have to know, but I think we're gonna do a training next time. What do you that think?
0: That sounds Jay? good. That sounds good. I think I think trainings are good, and uh, people tend to you know be more focused you know, feel free to bring a notepad and a pen, you know, take some notes. I mean, honestly, you might have a reflection about, man, it's not even about business anymore. It's about my life, you know, you know, this is stuff that's going to help me just become a better person, you know, uh, feel free to jot down a few notes, you know, and, um,
1: yeah. Oh, and, and, and and by the way, we're not going to sell anything. It's not going to be like a webinar. There's literally nothing to sell or any of that. It's, we're going to give you some, we're going to try to come up with some, training that we feel can speak to a lot of people and it'll be practical um, and it might be like a process you know how to how to to find certain challenges in your business and overcome them or whatever it might be but we're going to come up with something practical that we feel that most people listening will be able to use it right on that sounds good
0: and uh our next episode will actually fall on Valentine's Day. So we'll be doing that, broadcasting it the day after, though. But uh, for, for, if we don't talk to you before that Valentine's Day, you always have a happy Valentine's Day. And let, that, let the Valentine's be an inspiration for you, too, to just uh, to take a different look at your business, take a look at di- different look at your relationships.
1: Oh. Yeah, and bring your wife, partner, husband, whatever, uh, peppers and flowers there you go and be (laughs) sweet
0: that's right man (laughs) just like james said
1: you know spice things up with uh big chili pepper i guess
0: (laughs) that's right right and a bouquet of roses man sounds good well friends now that's a wrap thank you for joining us today at peppers and flowers we look forward to joining you again next saturday daniel and james signing off